The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Let's move on to question number two, and it's from Manny C 3 and they go, how to ensure they're not becoming so reliant on tech, e.g. the pump, CGM, etc.? Good question. Very good question. And we've touched on that a few times in this podcast, and it's something that I feel very passionately about because even from my own experience, much like everything in the podcast, my own experience, my first nine-ish years living with type 1 diabetes, I didn't have any quote-unquote tech. I only had finger pricks and insulin pens. Now, Thankfully, I'm lucky enough to have a CGM, which is great. But for those nine years, that almost gave me an opportunity and the ability to be really in tune with my body and how it feels. So I almost relied a lot on how I was feeling to indicate was I high or was I low. Then obviously I would check my blood sugar monitor and that would accurately tell me if I'm high or if I'm low. Now, if you are instantly put on a CGM when you're diagnosed, that's obviously a fantastic thing, in my opinion, because it opens your eyes to what's actually going on, gives you a lot more data and information. But sometimes when you have the convenience of a CGM so early on, you can become reliant on it because it's a lot more convenient to check you basically just have to open your phone and you can see your blood sugar in two seconds. Now, because of that, you may not be as in tune with your body and how you feel with highs and lows. So what I would say, if you are somebody, and I have done this in the past too, even, even with my own short experience with my CGM, I've given myself breaks from it. So let's say my sensor is coming to an end. I've had times where I might just leave it off for a few days so I can almost get back in tune with, with how my body feels and, and if I'm really noticing highs or lows. Because 
in my opinion, that's vitally important, particularly with lows. You don't want to lose awareness or sensitivity to your lows. You want to feel them so that you know if and when you're going low for your own safety. So if you feel as if, oh my, I'm, I'm getting way too reliant on my CGM here. I'm getting way too reliant on whatever tech I'm using. Take a break. If you are comfortable taking a break, take a break if you feel you are still safe with your blood sugar when you take a break. So what I did when I was taking a break with a CGM to kind of get back in tune with my body, I would do it at a time where my bloods were predictable. And what I mean by that is I would have taken a break where my routine is pretty much the same. My training is the same. My food is the same. I wouldn't take a break from my CGM if I'm going on holiday because I might be eating different food, eating at different times, taking more insulin, drinking alcohol, later nights, whatever it might be. So if you are somebody who wants to take a break to kind of get back in tune with how your body feels with highs and lows, do it at a time where you're comfortable and you feel safe doing it. And just quickly to touch on that as well, I always harp on about the importance of feeling highs and feeling lows because personally, I think that's an important part of managing your diabetes. But sometimes, depending on what our bloods are typically like, that feeling can almost be a false feeling. So to give you an example, and actually, I was only having this conversation with one of my doctors last week, I was, I was having a conversation about loads of different things, but we were talking about this specifically and how if you are having more low blood sugars, you will lose the sensitivity of those low blood sugars. So typically I will start feeling a hypo kind of low fours, which I'm happy about because then I know my bloods are starting to come down and I, I know the feeling, so I can do something about it. Whereas if you're having hypos all the time, your body almost isn't giving you that response to tell you you need glucose here. You need to, you need to, you need to get mm. your blood sugar back up. And it's similar enough the other side too. If you are somebody who, let's say your bloods are like consistently 15, 16, 17, your body essentially will adapt to you being that high. So when you start creeping down to eight, seven, six, you aren't technically having a hypo, but it's almost like the response that your body gives you is similar to that of if you were having a hypo because you're used to being up at that certain height. And the way my, my doctor described it, it was like a scales where it's like if you're consistently higher, your body loses that ability to give you that response at the time you want it. So you may be getting almost like a, a hypo response or hypo symptoms or signs at eight, seven, six, because you're used to being much higher. And then similarly with the lower end, if you're having hypos all the time, you may only start to feel your hypos at much lower numbers at like below threes or 2.5 or whatever it might be. So 
try and be in tune with again how your body feels with highs and lows but also always double check with your finger prick monitor your finger prick monitor will always be more accurate so if ever you're in doubt just double check always that should just be your your golden rule basically Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.